Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you one more time with more biblical principles for contemporary living. I'm sure you're going to be blessed by this word today. In fact, you ask me why I sing? Well, you'll know about it. If you stay tuned, this particular message will bless you because I'll be speaking from the theme, You Better Sing. The musical poet put it this way. He declared, songs have been known to lift the spirit. Songs have been known to heal the soul. There's something about singing that's revolutionary. Changes things, changes attitudes, changes behavior, changes very spirits. All music, whatever the genre. There is no music, though, compared to the power and the lifting grace that you will find in spiritual music. As you will see in our text, there's power in praise. And not only is there power in praise, but when praise grows out of our spirit to the extent that we feel like singing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. And so, you better sing. Songs are not only a basis for inspiration to develop them. Usually that inspiration comes out of a time of trouble, trial, test. Out of those very wounds of circumstance come some of the beautiful melodies and lyric that have healed souls, yes, and has also blessed spirits. And so if you will follow me in the text, I've got to set the foundation so you can appreciate what happens when you sing. And so I'm going to have to give you some background. And if you look in the earlier verses of this 16th chapter, you're going to discover that the Apostle Paul and his companion Silas arrived at the seaport of Philippi. He's on his second missionary journey. But this seaport of Philippi was not on his missionary itineration. He had not planned to be there, is what I'm trying to say. He wanted to preach the gospel in other places. He wanted to go to Asia, Asia Minor, where he could reach those that were lost there. But the Holy Ghost, say the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost forbade him to go. The Holy Ghost said, no, I don't want you to go there. And so he cut off that route. And Paul and Silas were greatly disappointed. They had planned out everything. They were ready to launch the evangelistic attack against all evil in those cities. But God said no by the Holy Ghost. And so Paul in the night had a vision. 
And in his vision, he saw a man of Macedonia. And that man was crying out these words, come over into Macedonia and help us. Being assured that God was in it all, the apostle Paul relented. No longer passion and filled with desire to go into other places. But now he was ready to go where God wanted him to be. And that is to the city of Philippi. Isn't it something how we can lay our best plans? Isn't it something how we can order our day? Isn't this something how you and I can spend time organizing, strategizing, and all that other stuff to try to say, that's where I will be. But wait a minute, but God comes along in his wise, in his wise providence to let us know that's not where I want you to be. How many want to say, I want to be where God wants me to be? Not where I want to be. Regardless to what plans I have, regardless to my calendar dates. I want to be where the Lord wants me to be. And so the Holy Ghost said, go to Macedonia and help them. Paul now is assured this is God. Haven't you been to a place in your life where you can actually say, you know, this is God. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I know it's something about God in this. There is, uh, there, 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 there's a conviction, there is a confirmation that comes to your spirit that's causing you to cease from trying to do your own thing and to submit to the will of God. Now, when he arrives in Philippi, there's no synagogue there. So he has no base of operation for launching his evangelistic enterprise to win the city. And so what Paul and Silas did was to resort to a riverbed. And he sat on the side, he and Silas, praying. It was there that they sought God's will, sought God's strategy, sought God's purpose for this Roman colony called Philippi. Are you still out there? While they were praying, I say, while they were praying, I say, while they were praying, a wealthy woman came along, businesswoman. She sold uh, purple material, and she was, she was an enterprising, entrepreneurial woman. This woman, whose name was Lydia, comes near, and as she comes near, she hears the prayers of Paul and Silas. See, she, she listens to their conversation. And in the process, this woman who was already a servant of God, and there are a lot of people who are servants of God who don't know that there's another echelon, there's another dimension, there's another, there's another level that God has for you. And that woman listened to the point where she realized God has more for me. God wants to show me more. God wants to do more in my life. And so the woman accepted all that Paul had said. You'll find it all in those previous verses. And as she accepted it, Paul then confirmed it by baptizing her. Not only her, but her whole house. I'm going to stay right here a minute. God is interested not in just to get you out of the house. 
God wants your whole house or hit your household. He wants all your children. He wants all your grandchildren. He wants everybody that's part of your house to come to know him and to live the blessed life of salvation. And so the whole house got baptized. Lord, have mercy. From struggling with God as to where he should be and what he wanted to do to now having somebody who he did not seek out but that God sent. Oh, I feel something. Much of what we think we have to do so that we can put our thumbprint on it. God has already started a process. When Lydia got up that morning, little did she know that God had ordered her day. When Lydia got up that morning, she didn't know that God turned the course that could have gone somewhere else but sent it her way. Somebody listening to me right now. God is setting on your course a blessing for you because he has interrupted some other plans to get a blessing to you. Tell somebody, you better sing. Well, you know, as always, we have these three points to our messages. The points for this message, one, the conflict, two, the condition, and three, the conclusion. Stay tuned. You will be blessed by this word, and it will cause you to sing. And so, wow, these conditions persisted. It poses a challenge because we consider that when things are getting rough, God has left us. We get the feeling that we can only sing on the present conditions. <laughs> but I want to say that these conditions were conducive for singing. <laughs> these conditions were conducive for supernatural intervention. These conditions were conducive for God to show what will happen when you open up your mouth, don't care who it offends, don't care who is annoyed, open up your mouth wherever you are and begin to sing your song. When you sing your song, when you sing your song, God will get in your song. But it doesn't have to be pleasant conditions. In fact, it said, in fact, rather, it is said that uh, a robin, that bird, sings her most beautiful melodies when her breast is pierced. In other words, she sings her best songs when she's wounded. She sings her most beautiful songs when she's hurting. She sings her most beautiful songs when it seems like she's struggling for her life. Oh my God, have mercy this morning. I'm telling somebody, whatever situation you're in right now, it's conducive for you to start to sing your song. Sing unto the Lord in the midst of your situation and let God show you his power because there's power in song. There's power in music. 
So you and I have to understand, regardless of how painful, how hurtful, regardless to how what we consider to be so unreasonable, the fact that I'm on God's mission, yet I'm in jail. They beat us for nothing. They threw us in the dungeon. And somehow, where is God? I said, where is God? Oh, God. Uh, I'm trying to say to somebody, get this. If you don't get nothing else, I say real quick, because I got to run, got to run. Now, now, watch this now. So, 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 so we are waiting to praise God under present conditions. And we enumerate the unpleasant, waiting for the pleasant. But somehow, if you're wise this morning, you'll know that because you're hurting, because you are in a dark place, because they have treated you badly, because of what you're going through, because of it, because of it, oh my God, that's a reason. That's a reason. You ask me why I sing. I sing because I know that God will get in my soul and he's gonna make a difference. I want somebody this morning to start singing unto the Lord. Doesn't matter what your situation or where you're at. Turn to Isaiah chapter 38. When you go to Isaiah chapter 38, verse 20, real quick. Chapter 38, verse 20. Now, background, background. God came to Hezekiah and said to Hezekiah, Hezekiah, Get your house in order, because it's time for you to leave. You're going to die. You know the story. Hezekiah pleaded with God and said, now, God, you know I've walked with you. God, uh, God, can you help me out? And God said, I'll tell you what, because you're so faithful, I'm going to give you 15 more years. And God gave him 50 more years. Now, this is the verse that blew my mind. And verse 20, look there and let's read it together. The Lord was ready to save me. Therefore, we were what? Huh? Therefore, we were what? We will sing my song. Got it? To, what this now? To the string instruments. Come on, somebody. And we're going to do it all the days of our life. We're in the house of God. Oh, oh. Sing. The let singing must remain on your agenda. Doesn't matter whether you're soprano, alto, tenor, or baritone. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care what your genre. But you ought to get a word in your mouth. You ought to make music like Luther in the Reformation, who came along in the 16th century Reformation. And he came to us with a song. Here's the song. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark never fails. A helper he amid the flood. All human. Are you listening? A mighty, somebody said it. A mighty fortress. Come on, quick, you got to work with me. A mighty fortress is our God. That was his song. That's what helped them through the Reformation. Uh, get your own song. Walk through your house. 
Sing your song. I'm redeemed. All by yourself. In that room. I'm redeemed. Somebody ought to sing. There's joy in the Lord. There's joy in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. There's joy in the Lord. Somebody ought to say, amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch. Oh, my God. Sing your song. Somebody ought to say to the one next to you, you better sing. You better sing. Now, let me hurry. Oh, God. This thing is too much. Now, look, look at this. The Bible said singing should be so much a part of our lives that wherever you are, you can sing unto the Lord. Sing your way through. Sing and let God reveal to you the power of singing and praising. Turn to Isaiah 35 verse 10. It says, the ransom shall return with songs. I said, the ransom shall return with songs. Did you know that there's things that we will never take to heaven that we experience here? But yet there is one thing. When we've been there, yeah, 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun. Listen to this. We just sing stuff and don't even think of the lyric. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun. Watch this. We have known less days to sing God's praise than when we first began. Oh, but the day is going to come when we just sing in the morning, sing in the evening, sing at noonday, sing every day, because we will sing with a new song in our mouths, in the heavenly. Well, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed by this word and that you will be set to singing singing your way through and in the midst of your challenges. God has given us this mode of ministering not only to him, but ministering to ourselves. You better sing. So until next time when I shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.